You're welcome to the Kingdom Move Podcast. Roderick Ejekum is the pastor of Christ for Youth International, CYI, with a reach in most parts of Ghana and beyond. CYI is a non-denominational community-based youth ministry that aims at creating room for the youth to serve. Today on the Kingdom Move Podcast, we begin in our series called Light to Our World, Beam in Charge. In this series, Roderick teaches about the importance of missions in the life of a believer. We are called to be missionaries. In every man, there is a God-shaped vacuum that only God can fill. Now here is Roderick Ejekum with the series called Light to Our World, Beam in Charge. Spirit, we ask that you speak to us. We honor you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This month we are dealing with a new topic called uh, Beaming Charge. Someone say Beaming Charge. Yeah. And so I didn't want us to do say it loud. I wanted us to go straight. Because the whole of the month is going to be used to prepare and to, especially the team that will also be leaving for um, the north um, on missions. So we want to be able to understand why we're going to do what we're going to do, why we're going to make the kind of sacrifices we're going to do. Amen. Yeah, we are going to look at, um, we're going to go straight to the title, Beaming Charge. Why is Beaming Charge? What is it all about? Like I said, this month is a month of missions. Missions, we're about to step out. We're going to go far, 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 far distance. And um, um, those of us that were available for last, um, for when, uh, available for when, um, last month, topic is it last month yeah uh, last trust influence we talked about uh, influence and all and so we we're going to give a reason why we have to extend ourselves to that distance why do we need to extend ourselves go that that's you know why we must extend ourselves right amen so i want us to open our bibles first um Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, 6 and 7. Isaiah 43, 6 and 7. It says, I will say to the north, I will say to the north and the south, bring my sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth. Bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. For I made them for my glory. It was I who created them. It was I who created them. Um, you get the scripture. 
right? Let's look at um, international version. It says, I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Anyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed and made. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? Then Psalm 19 verse 1. Psalm 19 verse 1. Psalm 19 verse 1. Are you there? The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of his hands. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the skies proclaim the works of his hands. Now, the first scripture says, those whom I have created, you know, the sons and daughters that I've created for my glory. And then the Bible says that the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky proclaim. So God is the one who created the heavens and the earth. God is the one who created the world. Look at your neighbor and tell God is the one who created the world. God created everything for his glory. God is the one who created the world. And God created everything for his glory. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Very simple. God is the one who created the world. And he created everything in the world for his glory. Everything in the world. Everything was created for the glory of God. To bring God glory. Everything in creation was to point to God's glory. Everything was created for his glory. Everything was to point to his glory. Meaning that like a manufacturer creates a thing. And then when you see it, you're like, wow, who is the person who did it? Or sometimes, I mean, we see, you see a Benz for, for many years. When you see a Benz, we praise the Germans, right? We say, this is a German product. Wow, the Germans are good. Wow, the Germans are those who created this. And then when we do that, we are giving glory and praise to the Germans for a good car. In the same sense, everything God created was to point to God's glory. Everything was made for the glory of God. Someone say everything. Are you with me? Everything was made for God's glory. Now, God intended in creation that everything to find meaning in Him. It is God's intention that everything He created to find meaning in Him. Simply put, as long as we know that nothing can create itself, in creating a thing, God puts meaning in it. Right? Uh -huh. And so, the realization of purpose, when a thing derives, or when you come to the place of why I was created, that gives God glory. Because it points to the manufacturer. Are you with me? Am I making sense? Aha. Uh -huh. So it is God's desire that everything in creation should find meaning in Him. Everything should find meaning in God. The tree should find meaning in God. The sun should find meaning in God. You should find meaning in God. Look at your neighbor and tell him about you are to find meaning in God. 
you have to find what meaning in God. Everything was created that will find meaning in God. Isn't God wonderful? Meaning and purpose in God. But then something happened. Sin came into creation. Some was a sin. Some was a sin. Now what sin did was that sin moved man to find meaning outside of God. Sin moved man to find meaning outside of God. So what is happening is that man, the minute sin came in, man's action has been to find meaning not in the ways God has designed man to find meaning. Hey, are you in the house? So when God created the head to do thinking, man will use it for something else. When God created something for something, they'll find another meaning for it. And that is sin. Sin, one of the means by which sin is described is missing the mark. When you miss the mark, we say you have sin. Oh, are you with me? Uh -huh. Sin is what's missing the mark. Someone says sin is missing the mark. Someone says sin is missing the mark. Are you with me? So anytime you apply yourself other than what God intended you to do, is this called sin. Right? So the minute creation, when sin came, when sin entered, the minute Genesis, um, sin came into creation, everything else has missed its mark. And God has been on the journey of bringing everything back to its original intention. Oh, are you in the house? Very, very simple. This is the redemption story. Sounds like the redemption story. Not only did sin make us miss the mark, sin also broke our relationship with God. It broke it up. Here's the thing. Um, okay, like a Bluetooth device, like your phone and uh, a Bluetooth, uh, what do you call it? Um, speaker, right? As long as you are connected, what is in the phone, what is playing on the phone will be played through the speaker, right? As long as the connection is there. The minute the connection is severed, the phone can be playing, but the speaker will not be bringing the sound. This is the way God created us. God created us that what is playing inside of us, oh, are you with me? Aha, uh -huh. the world will get to hear it. As long as he's inside playing that thing inside. Oh, am I making some sense? The minute God is not inside of us playing, it is possible that our sound will not be heard. And this is the story of many men trying to play the song without God being inside of it. Ish. Are you in the house? So sin caused us to make the mark of purpose while we were created, how we can apply ourselves. But sin also caused us to sever the relationship we had with God. Now, here's the thing. Are you in the house? Have you ever heard this statement being said that in every man is a God-shaped vacuum? In every man. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about man, woman. It's a God-shaped vacuum. Meaning that there is this space within man that nobody can feel but God. Hallelujah. So in every man... It's a God-shaped vacuum. Meaning, when it's a God-shaped, means that, let's say, for instance, 
you've heard it say that you cannot put a square peg in a round hole right uh-huh a square peg in a round hole it wouldn't fit the shape will not allow it to fit in the same sense the shape that is the shape of the vacuum within man is god shaped it is god shaped now if you want to know the shape of god god is so huge but he can dwell within man <laughs> so god is such a complicated gadget that he himself shaped our vac a vacuum inside of us and he he alone fills it up without god is a fruitless effort in trying to fill that vacuum and a lot of people try to use a lot of things to fill the vacuums inside of them amen and some of us were once like that we use a lot of things some try to use alcohol they drink and drink and drink and drink and drink they are intoxicated but they still are empty oh are you me there are those that changes women every night every night some are even two three on the side but they still wake up feeling alone oh are you are you me uh-huh there are those that go from club to club from one music hype from one music dance to another from one hype to the other they've hyped 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 but they still get up dull and unhappy empty why because the shape is god shaped god shaped you see god designed us so he designed himself inside of us oh are you in the house yeah that's why sometimes you have to pity your friends who are lost not sometimes you have to all the time pity. why because everything they are trying to fill it up it will come out short hallelujah i i remember the times even today sometimes moment when i in i'm in god's presence and i and i i sense god and i'm worshiping god i feel this satisfaction that comes deep inside of me that i know that something beyond my comprehension is feeling inside this message will be back shortly stay tuned Do you need counseling or someone to talk to? Then get interactive with Pastor Rod on Facebook and Instagram at Roderick AJ Coom, on Twitter, Roderick AJ Coom, or visit our web pages, www.connectcyi.org. Welcome back. Oh, are you with me? It has nothing to do with the music, it has to, but it's God Himself coming to feel. He gives that satisfaction. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Ask your neighbor next your neighbor. Do you have a God-shaped vacuum inside of you that is not yet filled? The neighbor, I encourage you to consider God. Let's look at Genesis 3, 8 to 9. Genesis 3. Are you in the house? Yeah. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and they hid from God they hid from God hallelujah they hid from God the Lord God among the trees of the garden but the Lord God called to man where are you <laughs> when sin came in check this God wasn't the one who said man you have sinned stayed away man was the one who ran away from god when man sinned 
He ran. God was running towards man, but man was running away from God. <laughs> Are you with me? Till date, you see those that are running away from God every day. Some try on, on, on the Instagram, they make sure that their hands do not press, mistakenly press a preaching. Because they don't want to hear from God. Why? Because sinners, and guess, get this, there was no gathering of, of, you know, some people think that the reason why people don't go to church and the reason some people don't like sending pastors is because they will condemn them or they say, oh, my friends will condemn. It's not true. It's not necessarily true. Yeah, there are those that are condemning in their presentation or whatever. But there's something within each man that makes you know when it, things are not going right. When you and God, your relationship is, you, nobody tells you, you yourself know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. So man knew it even before God said, man, you had sinned. He knew it. And God was asking, where are you? Right now, God is asking, where is, where is, or where are? God is asking. God is searching. God is seeking. God is looking. Amen. Are you in the house? God is looking. Look at him and say, God is looking. When God was looking, he was running. He ran, hiding. And for, ever since then, he's been running looking for satisfaction for many things. And in our day, many, many, many things. You see, we become masters as manufacturing a lot of things. Even when you look at drugs, you look at drugs, whether alcohol, the drink, all manner of drink, what are those things that are there that they have been drinking? Mm. All manner of concoctions now. Right? They have very fancy names for them. Magic flies. Um, uh, digestive. There's a drink called digestive. Uh, Atemuda. Yeah. They have all manner of drinks. Man is good at And all the goal of all this is to run. Hide. Man wants to make sure that he, can't, he will not hear the sound. So he drinks himself dead. So that he will not hear the sound of God asking, where are you? Oh, are, are, are you with me? Yeah. There are those that are locked up in sex. So that they will not hear God call out their name. Jeremiah 2.13 My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me. They have forsaken me in the spring of living water. And have dug their own cisterns. Broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Ish. Shall we read it again? What does your version say? Let me look at what this one will say. Are you in the house? My people have, my people have committed a compound sin. That's what the Message Bible says. My people have committed a compound sin. They have walked out on me, the fountain of fresh flowing waters, and then dug cisterns, cisterns that leak, cisterns that are no better than sieves. 
you know, a sieve. <laughs> Systems that are no better than what? Sieves. And they've dug, oh my God. Can you see how God is comparing who he is and the effort of man? Simply put, whatever we do to fill the gap we have will come to nothing. Look at your neighbor and say, whatever you do to fill the gap you have will come to nothing. Hallelujah. Look at the one that says, whatever you do, whatever you do, tell the person, it will come to nothing. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah. Every effort will come to As a matter of fact, um, um, Ecclesiastes says, he said that you come to a place where you say, I find no pleasure in them. He didn't say maybe when you can say, you will come there to come. You will come to the place where you say, I have no pleasure in them. And I've seen many who have tried, they come to a place every day, they say, look, I find no pleasure in them. It's just for a short while. Hallelujah. Recently I was watching a, sh- a program, these ladies were doing a show, and we're talking about how I think recently one of the popular uh, artists came out that almost committed suicide, right? And we're talking about how many, many, many um, people who are on um, television entertaining people go home empty, crying, and some contemplating suicide. Hallelujah. Um, what is his name? Um, this American comedian that killed himself, Robin Williams. So sad. Makes millions of people laugh. Makes millions of people laugh, but he goes home empty and sad. Trying to fill his void with comedy. Nothing will do outside of God. My brother, my sister. Why? Because the shape you have inside of you is a God-shaped vacuum. Even, can I, can I be honest with you? Even activities or religious activities will not do. You see, if you don't have a relationship with God, activity for God will not fill that vacuum. Are you with me? Uh-huh. If you don't have a relationship with Him, activity or being part of yes, uh, religious activity will not do. Because when everybody is gone, you'll be left with yourself and your empty vacuum inside of you. All right. Oh, I can hear you. Are you in the house? Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is for you. Amen. Because of sin, this is the verdict. Because of sin, mankind is not satisfied. Because of sin, <laughs> there's no satisfaction anymore. So everything we do, we're hoping to bring satisfaction, but it is not designed to satisfy. So can you imagine what that looks like? Can you imagine the effort and things we'll do? Just so that we'll satisfy ourselves. That is why porn is on the increase. Hallelujah. Yeah. Even, what's his name? Um, um, Solomon said, the eye keeps seeing, but he is not satisfied. <laughs> he said, when your eyes say, oh, I'm even tired of seeing. I've seen girls, I'm tired. No. It is always seen. It is always looking. It is always seen. Hey. Hi, 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 hi. Am I talking to some people in the house? This is very, very serious. Amen. You keep looking. Those of you, those that have started hoping porn will do, it wouldn't do. Let me give you a shortcut. It wouldn't do. Those of you that think women will do, it wouldn't do. 
you think men will do, it would not do. You come to the end very soon. You get a um, six pack, two pack, three pack, one pack. Uh, uh, one pound. If you come to that place, still realize that it doesn't satisfy. You see, there's no more the shape of the man. Uh, are you with me? Whether tall or short, whether white or black, you try all men and you come to that place. The man you are trying to run to, somebody is calling the man a fool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody is calling that man a fool. It wouldn't satisfy. Amen. The party you are going to, somebody said, I've been uh, and I'm not happy. There's nothing. Somebody, the party you're running to, somebody is there sleeping under the party. He's there and he's sleeping. All the music and all by the speaker is asleep. He's not moved by the vibe and whatever. The, the, the alcohol you're starting or the coke you're starting, somebody has do, done it all. His hands are all getting destroyed. He's still not satisfied. Oh, are you with me? Now, because of sin, mankind is not satisfied as it could be, and so God is not glorified as it should be. Because mankind, because of sin, man is not satisfied. Because here's the thing: anytime we are satisfied in a thing, our natural first reaction is praise. Ish. So when you read the Bible, Deuteronomy says, "When you are thou satisfied, you will see." Hey. Satisfaction brings out of us praise. Anytime we are satisfied with something, we praise. You see, you check when you go and buy the food, and the woman gives you the food, and and then to swear everywhere, you can see that all of a sudden you start praising. You start praising the woman. Oh, I would, yeah, oh, yeah. So because we are not satisfied, God is not glorified. Amen. Meanwhile, God created us for His glory. Look at your neighbor and say, God created you for His glory. Tell about God created you for His glory. So God needs you to be satisfied so that you'll be what? Glorified. God needs you to be what? Satisfied so you'll be what? Glorified. Oh, are you in the house? Yeah. God needs you to be satisfied so you'll be glorified. Amen. Are you in the house? So, because of this vacuum and this challenge, man, sin coming in, man not being satisfied, God now has to give himself a mission. And that is to correct the, the wrong. Right? Oh, are you in the house? Tell me, but God now has to correct the wrong. Amen. So, God's mission. God's mission then became the redemption of man for the worship of his name. That is why God took the mission and took it personal. Why? Because only when you are satisfied will you offer the glory. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you've been blessed. Get connected with Pastor Rod via reach at connectcyi.org or you can visit our webpage on www.connectcyi.org. Visit any of our social media platforms. On Facebook, it's Christ for Youth International. Instagram at ConnectCYI and on Twitter at ConnectCYI. Catch you next time on the Kindle Move Podcast with Pastor Roderick Ejekun. Stay blessed.